Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say, close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say, close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say, close to you, close to you. Hello, guys. Gang, what? gang. Uh, hi, hi, everybody. Hello, What's up? friends. Hello. What's up, Rick? How's it going, man? Uh, I, I, things are awesome. I got tons of story to tell you, uh, but Ooh. I'm just realizing now how much I missed being on the show. And it was oh, really man. cool seeing my own profile in that intro. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your own picture. <laughs> um, we appreciate well, you being here, man. It's been a while. What do you think of this soul patch? Yeah. <laughs> it looks good, man. It looks good. Is that a soul patch? Well, it's like an unshaved. It was a soul thought, patch at one point. I thought a soul patch was just under your chin or your oh. le- your lower lip. Sorry. Yeah, I do everything to extremes, so maybe. I don't, what gotcha. would you call this? Like a soul a, plane. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> a soul yard. Yeah, there you go. Right on. Sorry, That's hilarious. I was supposed to do this, but I spent 20 minutes rehearsing a rap song with, uh, with the Lord of the Watch over there. Yeah. So I have not prepped. Uh, and uh, you, you're probably unpracticed, but right now we're going to do um, highlights of the day. What you're going to do is you're going to make something sound really cool that happened to you. Now, I know a lot of cool stuff happened to you last week, so you're going to be fine with this. But if yeah. not, you can use something that happened to you last year, um, and it will be great. Uh, uh, Trey, do you have something, or do you want me to go? Go ahead. Um, I'm trying to reference the one I told you I was going to, do you have a, do you remember that thing I told you? Yes. Um, what, was the, what was, just give me a keyword from it. So I remember. I thought I did. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Um, um, you had a story. I had a story. It, it was a it crazy was, story. Yes, it was. It was happened? about a show about your son, about your family. Uh huh. About, oh no. Oh no. Okay. Do you have anything? Are you need me to come up with something? Nope. Okay. Uh, well, then hurry up and come up with something as I say this. Uh, I, um, man, that was a really good one. And then now I don't remember. Let's just do, let's have Porrick go first. It's okay. Right, yeah. Porrick, what's, yeah. Your, what's your, what's your, I think about it. So I am a game designer and I haven't even published this game and it already is winning awards. Stop. Wow. Yes. Can't, can't okay. I can't wait that. to hear that. Um, Jason, have you thought of yours yet? (laughs) (laughs) Um, speak slower. Um, dude, my life isn't that crazy right now. Um, (laughs) I don't know, Jason. I know yours was like you were telling me about something. It was, uh, how can you not remember this? Dang it, I don't remember. It happened, it was great. Um, we're old my, guys. We're old. My son I guess had a meltdown. No, no, that wasn't it. Uh, I'm gonna try to do mine. Um, I, I got to um, train a good friend of mine. Nice. It's not crazy. Nice. Um, all right, guys. I'm really trying. Uh, Bro, you you told me over the phone, and I'm it was like, very funny. Um, has I, to do with magic. No. 
Yes, that is yeah. it. Uh, my was it? Oh, that's you played story. in a tournament. You played in a. Oh no! Okay, I watched my son destroy a forty-dollar magic card. No! 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 Jason. Jason. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Okay, I want to hear Porix, but by the time it gets around to you, this better be a joke. Because, <laughs> because I know that I've taught you better to take care of your cards. And the reason is because I got you a binder to yes. protect said cards. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, okay, nope. Porix, go ahead. You're not allowed to have a breakdown right now. Just calm down. It's fine. All right. Uh, so... For those of you that don't know me, I am a game store owner for Nightwatch Games, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yes, sir. Um, but we just went to a convention called Gen Con. Okay, the, perfect. Yeah, the largest gaming convention in the States. Uh, recently, uh, I think a couple of years ago, it moved from Geneva, Wisconsin, over to Indianapolis. But they kept the name Gen Con, and it is a huge, huge deal. And as a store owner and a retailer, it's a really great venue for me to hobnob with the people in the industry um, and, of course, tout my brand and uh, meet people and see what all the new games are and, and really stay abreast of what the industry is doing. Uh, the sad part about Gen Con this year is they halved the allowable attendance due to COVID. So it normally is easily 7,000, 70,000 people. It is a huge number of people in a convention hall. Uh, so they have that. And even then, that brings it to about 30,000 people. And that was still a lot of people. Um, one of the things that I did when I went to the con was I took my unpublished, still in playtest stage, uh, tabletop skirmish game called Gauntlets of Glory. And I hosted it on a table and there's a special hall venue in which you can showcase your game and get people to come by and play test it and give you some feedback and you can knock off some of the edges and sort of refine the design and then hopefully go on to produce it later with Kickstarter, any number of ways to get it done. So my game, Gauntlets of Glory, got play-tested. A whole bunch of people came by and saw it, and they gave me a bunch of feedback, and I really appreciate all that. And it was a lot of fun. And at the end of the convention, again, the largest gaming convention in uh, the States, uh, uh, a, let's see, a gaming publisher by the name of Gaming Trend gave me an award for the best item in Gen Con. Wow. Dude, that is yes. so sick. Yes. That is Cause, so awesome. Because you're going against like actual publishing houses, people that yeah. come up with the, the, yeah, and that's insane. You're going against all the Here's big the names. award. That is uh, crazy. Best of Gen Con 2021 by Gaming Trend. Wow. Wow, dude, that's yeah. so cool, man. I'm, I'm pretty happy about it. That's so cool, dude. That's such a big accomplishment. How do you feel about that? Like, um, well, the pressure is now to produce this game. Right. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, people are saying it's worth the effort, but we have a whole bunch of crazy designs for the game. We have our own miniature line being sculpted. Uh, it's got this very interesting proprietary uh, issue where the hands from the miniatures are attached via magnets. 
So as your character is playing the game, and it's a battle royale, kind of very Call of Duty-ish kind of situation, uh, but your miniature runs around the battlefield picking up loot so that he can equip himself and become significant, you can change out what the hands are holding due to the magnets. Um, and not many people have done that kind of thing before. Um, and the fact yeah. that, yeah. No, I was just saying cool. that's that's a dope idea. Continue, sorry. So here's, here's a funny story. The name of the game is called Gauntlets of Glory, right? And I brought that name up when I was at the very first parts of game design. And uh, I've got two other guys that are helping me build it out. We all agree Gauntlets of Glory was a good enough name. And we moved forward with it. But halfway through the game design, we realized we could use miniatures in this game that are associated with the game. They're not like uh, customers bringing their own miniatures to the table and using our system. Their miniatures assigned to the game. And so I started searching around online for people that make miniatures. And I came across this company called Hand of Glory. <laughs> and it was like this this light came down from the sky. Oh, of course. Yeah. And I reached out to him and I said, hey, guys, um, you guys make miniatures. Can I see what you're doing? And they showed me these miniatures that had detachable hands with magnets. And I thought, that is perfect for perfect my game. That game, is yeah. so perfect. And I said, well, here's my board game. I would love to sort of collaborate with you. If I could show you the board game and sell you on it, if you could maybe bring your products and we can merge the whole thing. And it it really worked out. They jumped on it like uh, a hero on a hand grenade. They thought it was like a godsend. And they said that when they were making their miniatures and they've done two Kickstarters worth of miniatures already, they said when they were making their miniatures, they were waiting for somebody to come to them with a game that would utilize their miniatures. And so here I am with Gauntlets of Glory calling Hand of Glory and saying, I got a game. Um, That's great. So, yeah, they, they're all on board. Uh, so super excited about that. Uh, it's sort of like a bucket list item to say I have my own miniature line, you know. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that was complicating it was I said, if we put your product into my game, how are you going to sell your product separate from my game? That's sort of a, a conflict there, right? And they said, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to start from scratch with your game. We're going to build miniatures to your specifications and wow. your art and your tone. I thought, oh, this is so cool. So it's it's definitely a bucket list kind of moment where uh, you're going to have your own miniature line and you can make the likeness of people that you care about into the pewter. And then, of course, that really legitimizes the game system. And it's very cool with the idea that I own a game store and in my game store, very possible on the shelf is going to be a game that I designed. Well, and it's, it's so awesome to think about, like, especially since when you started the store, you were doing, you were doing your own miniatures and you yeah. were painting out miniatures. And so it's so funny. It's like this whole, full a whole full circle thing. Yeah. And now you like literally will be able to, wouldn't it, that'll be a crazy day when you actually sell your first <laughs> From your thing, you're like, oh, you want to purchase that game? Sure, sounds sure. Good. <laughs> yeah, let me I let think, me give you a discount, and I'll sign I, the box. I want to I want to talk more about this. Uh, yeah, we will. But so yeah. so for my highlight, um, so I, I am training actually one of my roommates uh, 
for the same job that I'm doing. And uh, he's a, an associate of mine. And um, this is his first week. Um, and he's a really good friend of mine. And I got him the job. And he's just been looking from, from place to place and just not finding what he wants to do. And obviously, you know, this is a it's a career, but, you know, I would love to do something else. Um, I didn't say that, though. Uh, I love my job. My job is amazing. And it's very, <laughs> very no brainer. Um, no, and we're Craig, also hiring. You would like you would like uh, the podcast to make money so you can uh, spend more time uh, creating great stuff with us instead of doing other stuff. Yeah. That is an amazing way of putting it, Jason. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Uh, but that's the highlight of my week is uh, one of my friends actually is working at the same job I am. And I actually found out that another friend of mine up north is actually in the same position as well um, with our company. So uh, he's a part timer, whereas a, I'm a full timer. But it's just cool to see people I know that are uh, working uh, with me. So uh, but anyway. That is my so, highlight. Go ahead, Jason. So I did my, so, you know. Did uh, you remember what it was? Uh, no, I don't. Dang but it, I, Jason. But uh, it's fine. I have a good story anyway. Oh. So, uh, you know, uh, I have played Magic Arena because of Trey for a, for a while now. And uh, this weekend was the first weekend that I got to go to an actual, uh, there was a game store at my house that had a midnight pre-release. And I was like, hey, this is the only time I can leave my house. I should do a midnight pre-release and so i went and it was five hours um and that's a lot of time that i've wasn't ready for um and i'm old now and so being up until five in the morning was rough um but the cool part was i actually won a box of uh, magic cards uh, which you know both y'all know is not a cheap uh thing and it's pretty awesome and um so i opened up all the cards i'm putting all the stuff in places and i talked to trey like yesterday before and i said hey trey i don't have all the cards everywhere um and they're just kind of in a box and i need to move them so last night i decided hey i'm gonna i'm gonna organize and put them in my binder that trey was talking about and I, you know i priced them out a little just so i knew what i was getting into and uh so then i started putting so i laid i got a pillow and i laid on the mm, ground i'm not started, liking where this is going i started going and my son comes in and he goes no daddy i help and i'm like oh my god what do i what do i do here here's the problem you say i love you but not this time yeah it was luckily i had a bunch of foils in that weren't like oh, lucky that, lucky well i had foils that weren't a big deal and so uh -huh. I started putting those in. Now, what I realized at this point is that I have now he just wants to do all of them. Um, and I'm just like, what? Oh. So I'm trying to get the most expensive ones in there before he has a chance to grab them from my hand. But it was uh, he didn't actually destroy any. But uh, I don't know if he actually destroyed anything. He probably did. But I for a few, I just my heart couldn't handle it. I just decided that. Uh, but all the good ones I got in before it became an issue. Uh, but, Where is the binder now? It's right behind me. Okay. <laughs> so, so he did or did not? Uh, he didn't destroy any. Okay. You um, freaking, I swear, Jason. Yeah, yeah. No, and I have like, I, I have like the, the third, the second and third most expensive cards from Midnight Hunt. So that's really, cool. yeah, I don't have the most expensive, which is the Sirenware, which is like a planeswalker that's 40 bucks. Wow. Um, okay. And, uh, but I have like a bunch of other people and, uh but yeah a bunch of zombies uh, what was your win loss record for the oh tournament? i was i was one in three <laughs> um, yeah that doesn't that doesn't matter yeah well you know my last one was 
I, there was a, clan, a chance I was going to go two and two, but uh, that's why we we're there till five because me and the dude were he won, I won, and then it was like, and then he was like, oh, my one card that I've been waiting for the whole tournament just came, and there was no, it was like a werewolf that like is a seven seven, and every time he attacks, he drops two uh two uh wolves with him it's like yeah oh, wow i'm done so yeah but uh yeah yeah it was it was fun and they said uh my second box ever having magic cards and uh it was cool it was fun that's stuff. cool so that's cool um and i had to keep on reminding people i'm like this is my first time playing but you should know that i'm highly ranked on arena i'm not like a, <laughs> oh my gosh I, i'm not a noob go I, easy I, on me i, I kind of i there was some dude that was like had a he had a um he had played uh death touch and i was like bro this card has first strike and he's like that doesn't matter you're dead and i'm like eh, you don't know what first strike does let's <laughs> hey guys beside us could you explain what's happening and he's like yeah this happens and he's like okay oh <laughs> dang it the worst part was that's the one guy i beat which was the nicest guy there he was the guy that like was befriending me when i got there he was the nicest guy and i felt so terrible beating him but i would I was, not <laughs> uh, speaking of uh beating somebody uh do you have a quiz for us trey that's not very loud do i have a quiz <laughs> yes i have a quiz um tell you what let me crank check check my quote does it sound better now or is it too loud that's fine Okay, cool. So I got a quiz for you guys today, and it's going to be a, uh, a pretty good themed quiz, and it is about everything nerdy. Um, and so it is against uh, Jason versus uh, the Lord of the Watch. Uh, and so uh, whoever gets the most points at the end wins. You guys will both get a chance to answer the uh, question. Uh, so our first question goes to Mr. Lord of the Watch, Lord of the Watch, Porik. Uh, what is the craziest outfit you've seen at a comic-con gen con or just out in public this is an open obviously question Ooh. so the best one wins um i would have to say the outfits by mr savage okay are are top notch and i don't think he knows how to be mediocre so i would say his stuff is amazing okay okay so uh, Can you give me one example of one yeah of them? give me an example um he made the i think the character is called big brother from a video game yeah and it's the deep sea diving uh, yes uh, bioshock bioshock Bio, that, thank you yes that's exactly right that's and awesome he made that outfit and you couldn't tell it was him inside it uh, you only discovered that later when he put a video out Wow, but it was that is it was sick. It was that stellar. is so cool. Uh, transforming Optimus Prime. Oh, you've okay. You you've seen this in person uh, on YouTube. Yeah, sadly the the question was oh. in public <laughs> okay. at a Gen Con, Comic Con, or or the like. All right, let me give me one more second here. It would be I've seen crazy things online, but okay. Um, I would say what was it? It would be, um. Uh, Jonesy from Fortnite last year at uh, or 2019 South by Southwest they had um, they had a video game uh, festival and that's where I saw that. So awesome, super cool. Uh, Pork, you win. Uh, no hey. contestant. No uh, no <laughs> contesting there. That's not uh, fair. Pork, <laughs> Pork goes to actual awesome things. The, hey, 
Closest you're one invited. I've been to is South by Southwest. I you're said invited. out in public. I said out in public. This is um, unfair. This is an unfair situation. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, well, I here, I'll help you out. Jason, uh, this next question goes to you. What is Deadpool a parody of? Deathstroke, Spider-Man, Dr. Fate, or Moon Knight? Dr. Fate. Okay. Porrick, same question. Who is Deadpool a parody of? Deathstroke, Spider-Man, Dr. Fate, or Moon Knight? I believe it's Deathstroke. Correct. Congratulations. Uh, Jason, I, I gave you that answer, but I mean, you just didn't want to take it. It was right there in front of you, but I'm sorry, bro. Uh, so yeah, Deadpool is a parody of Deathstroke. Uh, they have very similar looks. They're both mercenaries and their names are only off by their first names. They're both. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah. Slade their last Wilson names. And Wade Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Slade Wilson yeah, and Wade name. Wilson. Uh, so sorry, yeah. Jason. I, I tried to give you that, but uh, <laughs> oh, well, um, Okay, so next You're question is very echoey, Porrick. Trey. Okay. I like it when he says, I'm right, 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 right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's an echo? Yes. It's still, there's still an echo. Not anymore. No, you no. fixed it. You're clean now. It was a sensitivity thing then. Anyway. Oh, okay. You sound like you're sad now. You're like, oh. I, Yeah, I'll do the echo oh. for you. You, 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 you. Wow, how dare you? Okay, anyway, so <laughs> next question. Uh, Oric, what is the highest rated board game that exists? Is it Ooh. A, Gloomhaven, B, Pandemic, C, Catan, or D, Monopoly? And Catan, Ooh. Settlers of Catan. Uh, so Gloomhaven, Pandemic, Catan, or Monopoly? Uh, I'm going to go with A, Alex, Gloomhaven for the win. Okay. Uh, dang Jason. it. I want to pick something else, but I feel like it would be dumb to not go with the guy that sells it would be that dumb. stuff. Yeah, so I'm going to go Gloomhaven also, which I've never heard of. Congratulations. I've never heard of the game either, but it is the highest rated game in existence right now. Um, I don't mention, even know what the game's about, but... Uh, what is it? What is it, Lord of yeah, the Watch? Pork, it is a huge us. box. It is one of the largest boxes uh, assigned to a game. And it's basically a dungeon delve where you have a character and you go through a dungeon and you cooperate with your teammates to get through the dungeon, but you have very finite resources to do that. There's sort oh, of a, wow. a time hack to it. So the sense of urgency goes up. But the thing that makes Gloomhaven so exciting is that it's a legacy game. Uh, the items and the experiences that you win in the first scenario carry over to the next scenario. And oh, wow. uh, I'm, I'm sure you've played games like that, but Gloomhaven is a full campaign. It is hundreds of scenarios. Uh, it's just something that you can lose yourself in. It's easily accessible. It's got tons of little tokens and chits and character cutouts that you get to play with. It's a really extreme version of a board game. That's wow. super, super, super cool. I would yeah. love to play that. As long as someone else owned it, because I would not want to keep up with all the parts. Do you yeah. have Do you have Gloomhaven? Uh, I don't own Gloomhaven, but I have a friend that does, and he's bought all the expansions. So he will come to the store and will unpack it, and it takes him a good hour yeah. just to set the game up. And, oh and I assume gosh. it's not a cheap game. No, I'm afraid it's not a cheap game. Yeah. It's Yikes. Uh, It's over a hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. I think. Yeah. Wow, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. But you get tons of hours from it, like hundreds of hours. 
the problem is it's so um, intense and difficult that uh, you might get frustrated halfway through because you keep hitting the same obstacle over and over right. and you can't get past it. But it, it's, a, it's a great game. It has really broken a lot of new ground in game design and it wow. was really well received and board game geek, that whole community loves it. So yeah, it's the number one rated. That's awesome. That is super, yeah. super cool. Well, yep, before yep. we move on and finish up the quiz here, uh, Kyle is popping in and he's saying Deathstroke, Teens, Teen Titans Go. I believe he's saying Robin calls Slade Deadpool all the time and he gets so mad. Um, <laughs> and funny. then uh, Jaime's hopping in saying hello. These, and they're both coming in from YouTube, which is awesome. So there are other oh. people looking at other outlets for our show. So uh, welcome to, to welcome to the podca er, podcast podcast oh. web show, whatever you call it. Yeah, go ahead, Jason. YouTube. Oh no, I was going to tell you we have a new uh, seg segment right at the end of the show where it's a uh, 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 fan of the day, and so whoever puts the most comments in our comment thing will get to be fan of the day. So, and Trey will tell you how cool you are. I. Yeah, that is news to me, and it's going to mm -hmm. be awesome. So yeah. uh, whoever gets to stay in and blow up the comment section, you get a shout-out from yours truly. Uh, so the last question for the quiz is, uh, and this will go to Jason first, what is my favorite race from D&D? &D? Open question. Uh, Dragonborn. Okay. That's a good guess. Or yeah. I would say Tiefling. I'm gonna have to go with Tiefling. Okay, so so Pork, you get that answer correct, and you actually win the quiz. Slimes. Congratulations! <laughs> congratulations! We'll give you a congratulatory applause here, uh, Trey. You see this one? Yeah, I see that, and you're—it's not. That's a, that's a mob, not a freaking race. Um, Why isn't there? That, That'd be great. I'd be a slime every time. Right. The time I got reincarnated as a slime is a phenomenal anime for those who have not watched it. Um, uh, so anyway, no, it, it, it's actually Fallen Asimir, but Tiefling's super, super, uh, super close. Um, Dragonborn would have been a really nice pick because I actually have played a Dragonborn monk uh, before um, in one of our campaigns. It was a one shot and we didn't get to finish it. It was really sad. Uh, I still have the character, though. But yes, yeah, so congratulations, Pork. You win our quiz section. Yay. Hey, your, your mic is going in and out now. I don't okay. know. All right. Um, that's awesome. Uh, now, real quick, uh, I know the answer to me, and I don't know Trey. I know Trey's answer, so I don't know about yours. But have you watched the new, um, the new Star uh, Star Wars Visions, Lord of the Watch? I have not. You know, no. what I'm do you know what I'm talking about? No, that sounds new to me. It's a it's a nine episode short film uh, animes in the star wars universe okay so okay they came out on wednesday on disney plus interesting and uh i watched them all today because i have nothing better to do well i got something to uh share with you regarding yeah. anime yes um i started a new D, &D campaign after about a year and a half hiatus because okay. uh, we started our new store and i'm building my own game so i didn't have enough time to run my own campaign but I met a man that had recently moved from L.A. into San Antonio. Oh, And yes. he introduced himself. I know himself. what this is, yes. You do. Yes. Uh, he introduced himself to me, and um, I asked him sort of what he does for a living. And he said he's a voice actor with Marvel. That's and, not fair. 
he's on par with uh, the Critical Role crew, and actually he's friends with all of them. And he said that he would have been on that show if his scheduling would have lined up better. Oh. But so uh, he started his own show, and it's called Me, Myself, and Die. And he sort of did it as a parody of playing a game by himself. But this guy is so good at yeah. voices, and he's got numerous camera situations so that when he edits the, the program, he will face a different camera when he does a different voice. And you really get the illusion that he's different people. Wow. The only thing that's the same is his face. And it's very impressive. Yeah. His name is Trevor Duvall, and his program is called Me, Myself, and I. And the cool thing that I'm really happy about is he called me up and he said, you know, I'm looking to play a game and I don't necessarily want to make a production out of it. I really just want to sit around the table with cool people playing D&D. And I said, aha, I know the guy that you should play with. Uh, and he runs a really good game and he's got a really good group of people that are ready to play again. And that guy is me. <laughs> <laughs> so we did our very first session last night and... Uh, Oh man, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be the height of of cool people around the table. Yeah. And then there's me. Yeah, no, I had, <laughs> I had saw your uh, your you posting about his show. Yeah. And so about about his new sponsor. And so I thought Yeah, who's I, that I wanna, guy? I want to go see what this is and I was like, "Wow, this guy's show, he is not playing." Yeah. <laughs> like I I yeah, would he, kill to be able to play D&D with a voice actor. Yes. Of that of that caliber. Like Yes. Oh Nick, my gosh! He does a uh, Rocket Raccoon on the on the uh, on the cartoon of uh, Groot and Guardians, uh, of Guardians, of Galaxy. Galaxy. Guardians of Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. so he yeah. does a lot of other ones, but I couldn't reference any of them at the moment. So yeah, there's um, tons of them. He just got a recent gig. Uh, I don't think I'm probably able to disclose it. Yeah, but it's another big Amazing role one. that he's doing well in. So that's, that's cool. I'm mean, super excited. But now as the DM, you know, my voices are going to pale in comparison. So right. I'm just going to give him the <laughs> microphone yeah, and say, yeah. what does the kobold say? You know, <laughs> <laughs> just send him the script, just swap yeah. over some lines for him. Um, that's awesome. So speaking of, I guess uh, we can get into, uh, uh, is that what we do at this point, Trey? I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> yes. Yes. What, yes why is pork on the show again? Oh, yes. we, who is Porik. this guy? So I asked Porik. Oh, I didn't really ask Porik. I already knew the answer to the question. I asked Porik, what can we do for a better year? And uh, he has a new, sh- a new show, a new store, uh, a new store that they opened uh, called The Sanctuary. And so I thought, hey, you know what? Finding Sanctuary, which is something that uh, he does very well in that he gives people a place to uh, uh, to belong uh, with this store. And then with the new store, uh, be able to build around people's wants and needs. Uh, is an amazing thing. So I just wanted to, wh- why do you think people need to find sanctuary or find a place they belong? Why do you think that would make for a better year? Uh, the, the connection between people is so profoundly important. And one of the things that we, a lot of us discovered during the COVID and the isolation that was imposed upon us at a necessity or government mandates and whatever is that when you don't have face-to-face interactions with people, um, life life takes a different flavor. And it's not mm-hmm. a very nice flavor. It's a little bit bitter. And we all learned that we took for granted those relationships that occur face-to-face. Uh, simple things like, you know, talking to the barista at Starbucks as you order your coffee. Uh, now we didn't do that. We ordered the coffee through 
uh, some other means and we missed that that small smile or the the pat on the back that somebody gives you just small human connections become so profoundly important and so when people are coming back out of the pandemic and we're able to mingle again it's really important to have a place that you can use as a hub for those connections uh, it's also very interesting that when you have quirky interests or very niche interests that sometimes it's difficult to find other people that share those interests and so if somebody took the time to make a physical space that caters to those interests, uh, you would find more people like you and you would find people that accepted your passions and they understood the language that you speak and, you know, the passion and the geekiness that uh, exudes from you uh, is now being replicated and reflected back. And it's just a big supportive structure that is capable. And I, I did a a show, I think it was actually a symposium for game store owners. And I really made the case that game store owners have that responsibility of generating a space that caters to people, not because you want to sell products to them. I don't think that's our calling at all. It's that you want to build connections between people that have difficulty making connections because their interests are so weird or the personalities are uh, a little odd. Um, if you can make a space that really caters to that, you'll find this amazing community that comes out of the woodwork and they're, they're robust and they're excited and they're full of support and, and love and happiness. And so we did that with Nightwatch Games and it's been amazingly successful. We're on our sixth year now. Uh, we're, we're breaking records. Uh, it, it seems almost kind of perverse to say that through COVID and the pandemic, our social circles of Nightwatch Games has soared. It has mm -hmm. grown. Uh, we're financially doing better than ever. Uh, and so with some of that financial padding that we now have, we realized that there was a part of the store that was being underutilized. And that was a back room where we sold medieval uh, weapons and armor and clothing for the people that attended Renaissance fairs or the cosplay or, you know, they're really excited about Halloween or, you know, maybe the bedroom, whatever. We don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Tons of people. Yeah. <laughs> we don't ask. So people were shopping that room, but the room was somewhat small. It was somewhat dark. It was difficult to actually really try the clothes on and everything. But even then, it was a financially viable use of the space. So now with this influx of income, uh, we decided to take that room and expand it into the suite next door, which is a thousand square feet and expand the inventory, make it much more shoppable, make it just as immersive as Nightwatch Games is. And uh, the end result is a boutique unlike, unlike San Antonio ever, has yeah. ever seen. It is unlike maybe something Texas has not seen outside of a Renaissance fair or medieval times, you know, that kind of restaurant thing. Um, so we, we haven't even opened, we haven't done our grand opening, which is scheduled the 25th. Everyone is invited to come out. There's going to be a lot of cool people dressed up, a lot of photographers doing uh, photo ops. Uh, and of course the store itself is something cool to visit. 
Um, so even without being open officially, we have people coming through the store spending lots of money and walking away very happy with uh, a sword or a weapon or armor or clothing or corset. All these cool things that they just thought they they had to wait for when it came to Renaissance Fair time. Well, now they can get it immediately. We have a dressing room that they can try it on. Uh, we got tons of mirrors and experts that can help you accessorize. Uh, it's a full boutique catering to the medieval enthusiast. Um, That's we're going to smash it. We're, 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 we're going to crush it. Uh, yeah. There's no doubt that with our experience with Nightwatch games and how we're approaching the gaming community, that LARPers and cosplayers and Rennies uh, also want that outlet. And the writing is on the wall. We're going to crush this. Yes. It's amazing. We're so, so excited. I, I really want to get to the comments really quickly. Pork, this is super cool. And uh, I know you, we've obviously had you on the show before and talked about how your upbringing and, and how you started Nightwatch Games. And um, and so, like, I, I want to get to these comments really quick because people actually have a couple They're questions. They're funny. They're funny. Um, okay. So, uh, first off, Kyle is saying, yes, uh, I, I watch on YouTube. There's a better connection on mobile, apparently, from YouTube to watch the show. Um, and then he's saying, uh, speaking about Dragon Ball Goku, Black versus Reverse Flash is the next death battle. We weren't dragging, talking about Dragon Ball, but that's okay. Um uh he's asking he was asking if we watched nintendo direct earlier no but i plan on doing it at least if there's something smash related um or pikmin related or something that i actually care about instead of all the indie games that they throw out there which are fine in their own right um and then uh of course jaime is plugging his own show but it's okay he yeah. says yes i started watching <laughs> this show called the social and distancing show to meet new people i've been meeting new people and they're like crazy um <laughs> And, and Jaime is saying, wow, six years. Outstanding, Lord. Uh, he says, congratulations. Um, and then he apparently missed our joke about, well, your joke about uh, the bedroom. And, he, and Jaime, just rewatch the clip. Uh, rewatch it afterwards. Basically, he was saying uh, the cosplayers will go on, try the, try the costumes and all the stuff they had in store for whatever reason. Um, whatever they see. Uh, and yes. Yes, and he's saying, I wish I could go if only it were a little north. Uh, he says, reach out to Red Raccoon in Bloomington, Illinois. Y'all could partner up. Um, Apparently there's okay. another game shop or something. But anyway. Yeah. So I have uh, some silly questions, uh, but I, uh, yeah, no. One thing I have to say that you were mentioning that. I The reason I think that you build such a great... Um, a great uh, family is because it's the person you are. Like I remember during the snow apocalypse, like you opened up the store just for people to go hang out. Like it wasn't yeah. to even, you weren't open. You just had it. So people had somewhere to go with electricity. Yeah. And I remember seeing that and I, yeah, I know you. So I was just like, that's so awesome. But that that's the, those little touches, those little things going, no, we want to take care of our community and anybody else. Yeah. Those are the reasons why you've been successful. And that's an amazing thing. And it's, it's fun to see it move to this new section. Yeah. Um, and so, but it's, uh, it's interesting, but now my dumb question is now are the, are the people that work there, are they fully, uh, Renaissance fared out is that's what's happening. Like, do you have a like a uniform, or do they get to decide what they're wearing? Is there turkey legs, my good sir? <laughs> Not yet, but soon. Dang uh, it. Which is another story, man. You guys just pulled the stories out. 
Uh, the two employees that we have are free to wear whatever they want as long it's as it close. contains the color purple. <laughs> nice. Oh, okay. Royalty. Yeah. So the colors for Nightwatch games are red and black with an accent of gold. And the colors for the Sanctuary are purple and black with an accent of silver. Interesting. So, yeah. They are allowed to wear whatever they want. Uh, we do want them to be sort of garbed up. Uh, we have Ty. And he's a big Rennie. He has gone to all the fairs. He used to work for Angel Sword as uh, a salesman for their amazing blades. And he came over to work for us. And so now he wears kilts and a a nice blousey purple shirt. And he usually has a baldric and a lot of belts. And he looks really, really suited up. And he's very knowledgeable about all the garb and weapons. So he's a great resource and a super nice guy. And then we have Kat, who is this diminutive, I think she might be four foot ten. She's a tiny little waif of a lady, but she's got platinum uh, purple hair, so that gets her really far. Yeah. And uh, she has learned a lot about garb, and she's super bubbly and very friendly. And uh, uh, it, they're just two great people to have on staff. And they really look the part when you come into the store. Jaime's saying, if I show up as a purple Jedi, I'd be good, right? Uh, you know, a knight <laughs> is a knight. I, I, I am not going to draw lines in the sand between what is a good knight and a bad knight. Uh, so, yeah, you're more than welcome. And we do have the Star Wars room over in Nightwatch Games. If you're looking for a photo op, nice you, know, you oh. stand in front of that, uh, that uh, what is it, the Death Star hallway. Yeah. And you can look all Jedi you want. It's going to be a cool scene. Nice. Oh I was going to say that. I'm glad you just did it instead. <laughs> do you do you guys? So as far as cosplaying is concerned, is it is it just Renaissance, or do you guys go into more? Everything? Great question. That is a great question. Uh, it was normally going to be medieval and Renaissance garb and weapons and armor. Uh, and anything that you found in that genre. But we came across this line of clothing that is, it is, the only way to really describe it is Victorian Gothic vampire punk. Nice. And it is, it's black lace, red velvets, crushed velvets. Uh, It is sensual, sexy, dangerous looking clothing. Nice. And so to capture that. There we go. So to capture this, to capture Especially this sort of work. new exposure of these outfits to uh, the San Antonio community, we're going to host a fashion show. And this fashion show is going to be awesome. It's not going to be just people walking the runway, but uh, there's a story behind the fashion show. There's a story in the fashion show, and it involves this gothic wear. And uh, I have now I have gotten into photography and uh, talking to modeling and doing Photoshop and all this stuff. So I have a whole bevy of these beautiful people that are going to wear these clothes. And uh, I call them the Sanctuary Fashion and Modeling Coven because they look they look dangerously sexy. Uh, Anyway, they're going to be at the grand opening if you guys want to swing by and look at them. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to be at the fashion show. I'll, wearing I'll bring Trey on the clothes. phone so he can check it out. Just yeah. <laughs> I wish. Oh, so wait. So do you guys open this weekend? This Friday, the twenty fifth. Yeah. Oh, to, this Saturday. Sorry. Saturday. Yeah. Wow. Oh my yeah. gosh. Trey's Ooh. flying over. He's in Kentucky. He gets this. What? 
Yeah, yeah I, I keep thinking you're local, man. I keep no, thinking you're local. No, sir. I'm local. I mean, maybe maybe one day. I don't know what God I, has in store. I've been, tra- I don't know. <laughs> I've been trying to set it up. I, I need to go meet some more people, get traded, move here. So Yeah. You know, you wouldn't be the first Preferably... person to move to San Antonio because of Nightwatch games. Not the first <laughs> <time>. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, he didn't even yeah. mention girls. He was just like, Nightwatch games is the reason you move here. That's yeah. great. I, no, no. I was going to say preferably female inclined uh, friends, Jason, but <laughs> whatever it takes. Oh, my God. Uh, so uh, Jaime and Kyle are popping off. They're they're battling each other for the uh, for the um commentator of the night i guess uh so <laughs> i'm saying blouse versus kilt um and then uh kyle is saying there's only one true way to wear a kilt oh how does he wear a kilt or does he does he even wear a kilt i think you're talking about one of your associates yeah um as his employer, I don't really check to see. <laughs> you saying you don't when he walks in, you don't Still measure approved? to see. No, if, no, no. Yeah, he's talking about okay. the undergarments. That, yeah, that, whether he's regimental or not. Yeah, no, I, I don't bother to ask. Oh the my real god, way is to know where no undergarments. Hopefully, he does. All you have to employees. ask is how, if he enjoys the breeze, <laughs> and what his response is will let you know. Yeah, well, the dogs do sniff around him a lot, so I oh my god, that might be a clue. Ooh, Kyle's saying we need to go in full cosplay in an episode. Absolutely. Bro, okay, dude, okay. You do I, it. I, side tangent. <laughs> I, I have always had a dream to either have a full Stormtrooper setup or a Mandalorian setup. And I'm leaning more Mandalorian, but, I mean, something of that nature. But I'd probably be breaking the bank to get a nice one because I don't want some gimpy, like, one you can get from a uh, party city. Uh, Party City, Spirit, Spirit, Halloween Store, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Stuff like that. Yeah. They're good. It's just like, I want everything. Well, like, it's like full, like, the closest like, thing. Like clipping it on and like yeah. Yeah. everything. It's thousands Even of dollars. With a puppet Baby Yoda. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> like an animatronic a, oh my God. Uh, Grogu. <laughs> yeah. It's on your back. <laughs> hey, spoilers for, the, for those who have not seen The Mandalorian. And oh, honestly, sorry. I have no sympathy for you because The Mandalorian's been out for quite some time now. Um... If you missed it, you missed it, and I'm not going to bring it back up. I say 3D printing is the next way to go to save money for for making the costumes. Ah, uh, right. But that that goes in a whole different. Uh, that yeah. could be a whole podcast. But, hey, in Trey, yeah. we're, we're talking Easy. about his store where you buy stuff. So just, I know. Don't, don't give <laughs> but hey, don't take options. Well, no, 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 no. Actually, no, no. I, I want to, so so tangent going back into costumes. What what all else do you guys sell? Yeah, uh, so we have the Victorian. Uh, we have what I call soft Renaissance clothing. So you have cloaks and and bodices and blouses and trousers and that kind of stuff to wear to a Renaissance fair and be comfortable wearing it. Uh, but then we also have the harder stuff like plate mail, chain mail, rigid leather armor. Uh, we have a whole array of weapons and shields and helmets that you could uh fit and see how they they fit with you and how they fit with the costume um they don't call them costumes by the way they, they call them garb right and it's almost wow. insulting to uh some people to call it the costume because they invest so much into it yeah jason i don't know why you would call it a, a costume man it's like <laughs> come on you know, Trey, i feel i'm really regretting the giving people the the commenter of the week 
Yeah, they're they're blowing it up over here, that's for sure. Uh, he's saying, hey, Lord, what's your favorite costume? Why is Whataburger your favorite joint? I see. I, I don't lose answering this question, do I? <laughs> uh, my favorite costume is the one that I wear, and it's uh, basically... But it's garb, a, right? Yeah, it's garb. It's uh, a suit of chainmail with uh, the leggings and a halberk and a coif. And then I have the red and black tabard that goes over it. I have several belts that go around. Uh, I've got a very large uh, sort of a hand and a half sword that rides my hip. And um, I've got this big flowing cape. So when I walk around the fair, I get this cool cape that billows out behind me and this super bright chainmail that makes me look like I'm leveled up. Uh, I did actually, this, this is a question. What, um, what can't you bring to Renaissance fair? Oh, good question. Because uh, I, I'm thinking more weapons and stuff, but I guess go free. Yeah, yeah. Go free, free with the answer. Um, different fairs have different parameters. Uh, the biggest fair in Texas is the Texas Renaissance fair. And it has uh, easily over 200,000 people over the course of nine weekends. Wow. Oh um, man. Wow. Yeah. Their policy is you can wear any weapon as long as the blade is encased in a sheath and that it is piece tied to the sheath so that you can't just arbitrarily pull out your sword. Uh, and if you have an axe, the bladed part of the axe has to be covered in some type of protective leather covering and uh, secured so it just doesn't fall off. Um, but I think the... You can't bring any firearms. That's that's a big no-go. Right, because um, it's not Renaissance. Yeah. Crossbows? Uh, they, I have seen people with crossbows, but I don't think you're allowed to bring the quarrels. Yeah. Right, that would the make sense. with you, just so uh, you don't have ammunition. I, I really have not seen, like, a full-on banned list of weapons other than firearms is the big one. Illicit drugs, obviously, off off the list. <laughs> Are you saying um, you can't bring the natural herb to a Renaissance I, fair? I'm not saying that you can't find the natural herb in the Renaissance <laughs> fair, but uh, they don't want you trafficking it. Trafficking it in. So you're saying they couldn't find spice in one's pocket? I'm sure they would if they looked. Oh, my God. Um the interesting thing about the fairs is even though you have these people and some of them are heavily armed with like real steel blades from daggers to swords to axes, uh, there's very rarely, very rarely any kind of altercation or a fight that breaks out, even though there's a lot of alcohol drinking, right. uh, people tend to have a certain demeanor and they're super chill about things. So uh, physical fights never seems to be a big deal. Uh, wow. Kyle's saying, I know in New York, the weapons can't go past 18th century. So, ah, uh, <laughs> okay. No lightsabers. Jaime's flowing in with the comments. I don't know if we'll be able to get to them all, but, um, <laughs> um, said, Let's go with that one. Yeah. 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 Lord, uh, I have always loved capes. Tell me more master. What is the key to getting a legit cape? I'm a more fluffier guy, six foot tall and walk into a room, either ready to take names or make people feel good. Yeah, awesome. Uh, capes are something that we're actually trying to bring back into modern day fashion. Capes are just awesome. Interesting. You know? Yeah, you just pull up a hood and you got a cape and 
uh, your legitimacy as a cool person goes up by 10 automatically. Wait, um, are you wearing a cape right now? Is that a hoodie? No, cape unfortunately, that this you is have? kind of like a, a hoodie. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hoodie. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was hoping it was a hoodie cape. <laughs> yeah. um, I could say that there is a hooded cape within five feet of me, and I could easily don There's it. lots yeah. of things within five feet of you yeah. right now. Are you, at, are you at the shop right now? I am. Yeah. Um, I think you guys remember from the last show. Yes, the air. Yes, the, <laughs> the airsoft guns. Everybody yeah. just oh, oh, many, oh, know, I love soft. So wait, is weapons. that the is that the KSB? That was the UMP. UMP. The Heckler, okay. Yeah, HK UMP. I love the uh, rounds that it fires off in an airsoft uh, setting. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. I miss it. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, I love airsoft. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just would Trey, love to play. Do you, need, do you need to ask some airsoft questions at this point? No. Just for no, your no, information, no. we are definitely going to go longer this week. It's fine. It's um, fine by me. I don't care. We're, uh, yeah. So don't don't stress. Sorry. Uh, no. You get all the time you want. <laughs> we love talking to you. It's like hanging out with our buddies. Yeah, we, I'm full of stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. We'll have to do that. Make cool cake capes cool again yeah but yeah cool. no yeah i mean the the if you haven't looked trey you should look in look at the sanctuary facebook page everybody should because the room looks amazing i, I saw you as you're putting in the walls i was like wow those are cool yeah um, yeah we spent it, a lot of money on that uh each panel of faux wall is about four feet by two feet and we did the whole interior of um a thousand square feet and it's even more because the, the walls obviously go vertical. Uh, so it was tens of thousands of dollars just to put the faux rock up. Wow. But yeah, I think the end result is super worth it. Um, and again, I, I think the store is going to do well enough that we can repay all that debt, hopefully sooner than later. Well, as I said, you've proven the point with the previous uh, with you know, spending extra time on the fill of the of the venue uh, seemed to work well the first time. So yep. it doesn't make sense why it wouldn't work the second time. Yep, so, yep. Um, we will see at the grand opening. See who comes out of the woodwork to yeah to sort of partake. Yeah, well, that's cool. Uh, one of the things that uh, Jaime just asked is, are y'all going to be selling capes that he can come and check out? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we have uh, a huge array of capes. We also have a dressing room that looks like some swanky 17th century french uh parlor that you can try the clothes on nice. uh and there's a bunch of uh mirrors and stuff so you can see we actually have two mirrors situated so that you have that infinity effect nice yeah so you can definitely see the front and the back of your outfit and see how it works uh we also have this the service of taking your picture once you're dressed up and then superimposing you into a cool backdrop and making you look pretty heroic. Um, I'm going to see if that takes off. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've, I've learned Photoshop in the last year uh, to make art for the game that I'm publishing. And I didn't want to spend a lot of money on artists and uh, have to coordinate my vision with them. Yeah. And while they're very competent people out there, I just didn't have the funds at the time. So I thought I would right. just learn Photoshop, take pictures of my customers wearing outfits, and then, you know, put some filters on them and put them in the game. Uh, 
I, I have totally fallen in love with Photoshop. Oh yeah, my God, you, that is so much fun. The amount of new images that he comes out with every single week made me laugh. I'm like, this guy's just spending hours just in Photoshop having a yeah. great time editing. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, it's, it is a, a fun thing. And my, my circle of models has now grown into some very legitimate uh, people that make a living posing and just looking awesome. Uh, so my pictures are getting better and better and That's I have to awesome. do less filtering because, you know, they're, they're naturally awesome looking and yeah, really excited. Uh, what's I can tell you, I have a friend in Austin that has, he runs, uh, a photography company that does stuff for parties and stuff. And so he just got, uh, two things. He just got a 360 table. Oh, where man. it yeah. shoots around you 360 yeah. oh, and then okay. he, he and then he just got in his mirrors which are the the photo booth mirrors where it has a camera behind the mirror and then you can actually see what it looks like as it goes in the mirror so what you were just saying is like you literally could see your picture and then press a button and it'd show that background you were just talking about in the oh, mirror. okay so, so it superimposed the backdrop yeah so nice. all it is is a giant tv screen that has a uh, mirror on it's it. sort of like those exercise mirrors that are really popular now. exactly what yeah. it is but it's for yep. it's for weddings um but it's just interesting that was what you were just saying reminded me of that interesting uh, yeah so uh i'm gonna run back to the comments and then we should we could probably oh, yeah. move move yeah, on to yeah. our next segment um uh so <laughs> jaime is saying oh lord you should get a lizard and he's the local dragon and yep. I yep. recommend yep. getting a Lichianus gecko because it's the biggest gecko species in the world. And it looks like a gargoyle and it's really, really, really cool. Um, I'm afraid my dogs would eat it. Yeah. You have to put it inside a cage. So, oh. they... <laughs> what kind of dragon lives in a cage? Uh, pseudo dragons. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, and then Kyle and both Jaime both are At asking. At the same time. Yeah. Do you have an online store to purchase from and also Jaime saying the same thing. Can I order? Oh, yes. Well, thanks for asking the question that that certainly indicates your interest in the products. Uh, we do. The website is the sanctuary store. SA. The sanctuary story. SA.com. And uh, that'll take you to our website. And then there is a market tab. And if you click on that tab, it shows you all our, online goods and all that stuff can be ordered online uh of course with clothing you should really try it on to see if it fits and see if it uh, the color and all that stuff matches with what you want uh, but if you do order it online we will pull it off the rack and put it into a bag and call you as soon as it's ready and you're free to pick it up dope sick nasty we well, just put, go, the link put the link inside up there for the, you. yeah um and then uh, Kyle's saying so Trey can be a jester costume driving the Millennium Falcon in Photoshop. Yes. You know, uh, I prefer I not so. I'm being sure. a jester, but I'll <laughs> gladly drive the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yep, we could make that happen. Anyway. Well, uh, <laughs> Lord of the Watch, is there anything else you want to mention about the new store or anything we haven't oh, man. talked about real quick? I, I, I could talk for hours about it. Um, <laughs> I, I've discovered that owning or building a company from scratch is much like raising a child. Uh, you care about it. You're investing everything into it. It starts to grow. And at some point, it sort of outgrows your own influence and it starts taking an identity of its own. 
and you got to sort of let that happen naturally. You can't make it go too fast. You can't push it into school faster than it's ready to go. So the company is much like that. Uh, so I could talk about it like a parent does a child. Uh, I think the, the two things I'm most excited for are the grand opening to see how that goes. And then the fashion show that we're going to do December 3rd. Uh, it's going to be a full fashion show. It incorporates night watch games and the sanctuary and the models are going to perform uh, a pretty dramatic show for you. There's going to be music lights, a, a DJ, uh, drama. It's going to be a cool thing. And of course the closing itself, uh, it's going to be draped on a bunch of pretty people that make it look awesome. Uh, so, uh, I'm excited about that. I, I never thought I would utter the sentence. I'm going to host a fashion show. That just doesn't right. sound like it's my world, but right. here I am <laughs> super excited about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm leveling up or cross training or what, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm excited about. I, I really invite everyone to sort of keep an eye out for the announcements and uh, swing by the store, see it. It's, it's pretty going to blow your socks off just seeing the place. Uh, it's got its own feel. It smells like incense. It's got this nice Gregorian chant music playing. Uh, the clothing is, is fun to look at and uh, it's got its own vibe to it. And then once you get bored of that, just go over to Nightwatch Games and, and play some games, and you're going to be in a different world the whole time. Dude, I, I can't wait to visit and actually meet you in person, yeah. first off, and then see your shop. Like, that's going to be so I, cool. I'll tell you right now, I, me and Trey have been friends for two years, or longer than that, mm. but we've been doing the show. We've been <laughs> real friends for two years. Couple but I years. promise you, when I pick that guy up from the airport, the first place he's going to want to go is to Nightwatch Games. You I just want to see welcome. my best friend. <laughs> Hell, I, I'll on, give you a you. place to sleep. <laughs> well, luckily, you live right down the street from me. My, so my that's true. That's right. We are just down the street from each other. I, I don't know if Jason caught that. I just want to see my best friend. Aww. One of my best friends. Aww. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> um, well, Trey, uh, I feel like I know you, even though I, I sort of don't. Uh, so I, I mean, I would get along greatly. Oh yeah, heck yeah! I'm down for whatever, man. I'm uh, I'll beat you very... magic too. Ooh, <laughs> now we have a challenge. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I, Trey, Trey's always talking about how how we're gonna play each other in real life. I'm saying it's still not fair because I only have two sets of <laughs> stuff to make cards. I ain't gonna win against your parsec deck. What are those things are called? Yep, <laughs> Eldrazi. Uh, you're Aldrazi. Oh, I'm not gonna have a chance against Aldrazi. The deck is Tron. Tron. Uh huh. And it's gonna mop you, the floor. Do you, think, uh, do you think you can destroy a Tron deck? Oh yeah, force of will all day long, every day. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so do you, we'll do you play modern D and D game? <laughs> um, I, we'll show up on that day. <laughs> yeah, uh, I haven't actually gotten into modern. I actually sold my complete set and as oh. you guys know from the initial i was heavily into magic uh played that tournament over in ireland and got lucky to win it oh that's right i remember that yeah yeah well, so i had i had literally 90 decks that were all sort of top tier decks um and when we opened the store i liquidated that whole thing and that oh. became our inventory so when people came to the counter and they had a card in one of my decks and they would oh. buy it I would tell them the story behind the card and all the cool things. I that remember you telling me about that. 
And like, we don't care. Just sell me the damn card. I know, dude. I don't <laughs> know the whole life story. Hey, old man, I don't care. Just give me the card. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, and it's not it's not like that's that big of a deal because you literally, you'd be like, oh, give me a second. You have all your inventory to build a deck. So yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can build a pretty sick deck just from, you don't need a collection at your house. Yeah, it's pretty much at the store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I have to admit, I don't know what I have. Oh yeah, I, I don't know what's in the inventory. I'd have to really go scout around and dig through the boxes and stuff. Yeah, well that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um. Oh, well, man, as so we can talk to you forever. Maybe we'll try to have do something before the December um, uh, fashion show and talk about uh, yeah. how the store's gone and yeah, everything. Yeah, I'd love to come back. Oh, as I said, you're one of our favorites. Like, not even uh, not even joking about it. Like, awesome. Uh, Awesome, awesome. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, but yeah, it was really nice to have you. Um, Trey, what do we do next? Uh, apparently, you get me stoned. Whoa. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, Jaime's saying I'd get Trey stoned and get him, go get him a tattoo. I, Jaime, I've never done a drug in my life. Um, and I'm not going to get never Trey drug, He's never drank a drug in his life. And I've never Jaime. drugged anybody either. So. <laughs> Woo. Um, wow. <laughs> We are not getting that. We are not allowing that to happen. Uh, anyway, um, uh, yes. So, what were you saying, Jason? <laughs> uh, what do we do next? Uh, well, if we have time, we can do question of the day. But we're we can good. skip that. Uh, uh, okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do a wrap, but we can definitely do question of the day. We have time to do a question of the day, Porik. Are you good? Are you? Good? I, I'm absolutely. Yeah, I got yeah. all night. Um, yeah. I'm here until easily into the morning. So, oh wow. Uh, call me oh, your wow. servant. Oh, man. <laughs> well, in that case. <laughs> Welcome to the second hour of the show, guys. It's <laughs> time for question of the day. All right. We got a whole bunch coming through as per usual. Mr. Green God at iGreenGod on Twitter. Um, and he said, what is the craziest dream you have ever had? And let so obviously we can go on and on about our dreams, but let's pick one that really sticks out and go from there sure um keep it short you, you want me to start yes if you can to be great um well i dream in full length movies um and so uh that's my life uh we'll go with one of them uh where uh we were on a uh, we're inside a uh a living uh, area on the moon uh and there's been a zombie apocalypse and i am called to save them because I know the eject pods to get back to Earth, um, and proceed. But then I run into a child who I have to protect, who just happened to be a cyborg, um, and then me and the cyborg child have to go through a um, a Renaissance style uh, a moon base and uh, get our way back to the ejector pods to uh, leave. And I that's thought you said you didn't do drugs. <laughs> no, that's that's the reason I don't do drugs. This is normal. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, that yeah. sounds like an awesome dream. Yeah, no. I, yeah, every once in a while, I'll have a dream, and I'm like, "That's an awesome dream." And then, like a few years later, that will, my dream will actually become a real life movie, and I'll be like, "Wait, what's going on?" <laughs> Like I actually have the dream of the core way before the core ever happened. Like it was an actual dream movie that oh, I wow. had. Wow. Yeah. And so 
That's Write that stuff down. Make some I money. Mean, it's not like the core did very well. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> like that was a, an example of a movie that I had in my dreams. So, so yeah, pork. You can go next, or I can go next. To the man. <laughs> All right, uh, my, mine's a downer. So okay. uh, strap oh, in okay. for this one. Um, when I was, let's see, I was about 24. My older brother was a pilot, and he died in a plane crash. Uh, he was coming into land, and the tower uh, routed him in a little too close to a 747. He hit the turbulence, and his Cessna plane flipped upside down, and he he literally uh, crashed and burned, as the saying goes. Um, so I had, uh, you know, you go through your mourning process, and you try to come to grips with when somebody's there, and all of a sudden they're gone. Right. And uh, about a couple of days later, there was a lot of questions about what happened to Mark afterward. You know, what, what is the afterlife and, and what is the, the sense of the identity of our brother and our son and, you know, this, this very complex persona? Where is that? What happened to it? What's the state of it? All these kind of really metaphysical questions. And um, we always wondered sort of in a binary way, is he in a good place or is he in a bad place, right? You sort right. of want to know that answer. And there's no answer to it that's going to satisfy you. There's no proof of any of that. So uh, I had this dream where I'm in a plane. It was like a big 747, and I'm in the middle aisle of the 747, and there were six chairs that were sitting in. And uh, I've got my sisters to the left and right of me, uh, mom and dad are next to them. And then at the end of the aisle was Mark, which is my brother. Mm. And in the dream, the front half of the plane shears away. It just rips away. And we're tumbling through the atmosphere. And the edge of the plane is literally at our feet. And so I can see the world spinning and the clouds are racing past us and the wind is buffeting and, you know, things are flying around and everyone's screaming and it, it's absolutely pure panic chaos horror and i remember thinking i'm gonna die there is no way i'm gonna come out of this scenario and i'm gonna be okay and so i look over to my sisters and they're having a, a very logical reaction uh they're screaming and clawing at the air and they're just freaking out uh like anybody would yeah and then i look over at my parents and uh my mom is hugging my dad and they've got their eyes closed and they're sort of, you know, in this embrace and they know it's going to be their final moments. And so they, they just lean into each other. And then I look at my brother and he leans over and he, he sort of looks down the aisle at me and he gives me this smile and this, this thumbs up. And then we hit the ground and I wake up. Uh, and it was this uh, this feeling yeah, that, that awesome. reassured me and everybody I told the story to that that Mark is okay. If he's okay with dying in the plane crash, then we should be okay with that as well. And it just pushed me, you know, further down the road to uh, dealing with it and recovering from the whole issue uh, in a in a really healthy kind of way. And um, I fondly recall that that dream. It's not a dream that I've 
have ever forgotten. And the, the look on his face is one of pure contentment and happiness. And uh, I, that's my favorite dream. That's and awesome. yet I, I get choked up talking about it. <laughs> yeah, man. That's amazing, though. I appreciate that, dude. That's uh, that's very vulnerable and um, reassuring, honestly, to have kind of those dreams. And, and anybody can interpret it any way they want. But, I mean, I, I really hope that that brings you comfort at the end of the day just to know yeah. that, um, you know, he was a big part of your life. And that's so awesome, man. Yeah. Um, that's so awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, mine won't be nearly as awesome, uh, <laughs> but um, I have many crazy dreams. Um, I would say, um, you know, I will actually go with uh, a daydream because uh, I, it says dreams. It didn't specify, but one that actually um, led me to a um, podcast comic, I want to call it. Um, that I will hopefully be producing in the very near future. Um, and it's basically about these powered kids who, um, from their DNA, um, have spawned um, superhuman abilities. Um, and there are only so many of them. And uh, two of them have a triple helix in their DNA. Um, and it gives them this momentous power but i i just basically where i have them started off is an asteroid field is heading towards earth and it's gonna just wipe humanity off the face of existence and they're tasked obviously this is way out later on but this is kind of like we're seeing this and then we're working our way back if that makes sense and so they are protecting earth from these massive waves of asteroids and um basically there's a lot of things that happen um, what ends up happening is one of the main characters goes up and he's going to sacrifice himself to that. Basically all these asteroid fields are, are done and they're like, we're exhausted. We can't do anything else. Like praise God, or we're glad that it's done that all this is. And then a planet sized rock spawns out of a portal and it's heading towards earth. And they're like, this is it. Like oh boy. humanity's lost. It's gone. One of them goes to sacrifice himself and as he's going to at least redirect the rock, crack it in half, do something to to move it out of the way of Earth's trajectory, um, his significant other pulls him back with her powers, sends him flying back to Earth, and she does what he was going to do. Aww. And this is where it leads. Uh. And I won't say what happens, and I won't continue any further, but it's called Anomaly, and it's in the works. Yeah. And this is my my baby, my dream that I want to have happen, and I hope that we can get it into gear and get going, but I really want it to happen. I have basically the first couple of seasons, what I want to happen done, but awesome. um, wow, it's going to be a fun project. So Awesome. Yep. Cool, cool. That's that. Um, but yeah. Cool. All right. Well, this is the time of the day where we actually turn everything we talked about into a wrap. But we started our new season. As you see, we're in season four, episode one. We're going to start having written songs that we've actually, that I have created for the people. But today is a special, special day in that my awesome friend, Porik, has decided to write his own rap. And uh, I'm going to be his hype man. And he's just gonna do a full rap. Remember, guys, Porik is not a professional rapper. Nope. He is. He runs a game store, but it is. 
he wanted to do this and I am all about it. Um, and so I'm very excited about us doing this. Trey put together a little uh, a little beat for us. and uh, I Editing done the, by Jason. And I did the editing. Uh, I put in myself as a chorus because there was no way I was going to hit that on time. And um, But uh, that's, that's how it's going to go. We're going to have a fun time. Um, and if we have a little time left, I'll do a little add-ons, but I don't, if I don't, I don't, it's cool. You've seen, uh, over a uh, hundred episodes of me rapping. You can go with an episode without me, uh, rapping at the end. So, all right. Yeah. I think I'm going to just flow into this as, as yeah, the beats. And, and, and again, if you feel, if there's any point where you're feeling like you're done, just kind of give me some kind of hand signal. Do like this. I'll give you a salute. Give me a salute. If I see the salute, I'll just take over. And if Word. you want to come back on, then just give me a thumbs up and I'll stop and you can go. So okay. I'm here to make you look seamless. So that's that's what I oh, do. It's going to be full of seams. It's, it's going to seem awesome. Hello. <laughs> um, and then Trey's going to add ons as he goes. But uh, in general, we'll see how it goes. I'm not even sure how it's going to sound. Okay. So yes. We'll we'll figure out how that goes. So 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 going forward, Jason, if you need it higher or lower or anything, just give me visual cues because yep. I'm gonna try to listen to the stream, but it's gonna be a couple seconds off, so it won't matter. So we're gonna. Um, do you want to do a quick uh, uh, like a uh, a play and then just me talking real quick, uh, just so you can hear the levels? Or, or I you think good? we should just right, go right cool. into it. All right. So, uh, so really quick before we start, I'm assuming uh, your name is gonna be Lord of the Watch, poor Rick. As your stage name for today okay yeah i don't know i'm asking um yeah i'll work lord lord oh, of the no. watch is good you don't need to put it in he's going to yeah, uh, no, no, do no, no, an no, intro no, for good. you yeah it's just the intro you don't have to worry about it it's just you're gonna you'll be see in a second you'll oh, see in see. a second okay um, i'm nervous so <laughs> before we start kyle says my dream was i was the godzilla suit actor and then um kyle's also saying i'm hooked now trey so i hope you are um, so anyway, without further ado, I'm going to get it started here. Yo, 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 we got DJ sound effects, Lord of the Watch, and Scout the Psalmist on the mic. Let's get it. Sanctuary, a place that's go. Might be wary. A night's got your so back. Yo, found a sanctuary. A place to go. Might be wary, but the night's got your back. Back, yo. Tis true, I am a lord. I'll sell you a board, which is a game. game. Unlike all the lame types you find in the mall. One store to rule them all. Seven thousand strong. You can't go, go wrong. wrong. Singing this song. Don't wait long for the day when you can say, I'm a night, night watcher. Join the tribe, dig our vibe, ride the dice, don't think twice. Store is the best above the rest. Winning awards, attacking hordes, swinging swords, all of our own accord. Nightwatch Games is the one, it creates all the fun. Tunes out the world, flags unfurled, ladies playing, I'm just saying. Nightwatch Games is the best, but we don't rest. 
when the fair is in town, you look around and see knights, knaves, wenches, wooden tables and benches. When the fair comes to the land, you see no garb on hand. Don't mope or pout, we'll help, help you, out. you out. New on the block, made of rock, home of vampire and even the fairy. It's Ooh. called the new sanctuary. Oh, we yeah. sell medieval threads, armor and helmets for your head. Ooh. Leather, plate, and chainmail, tapestry, furs, and oh. the holy grail. Drinking out of a horn, looking high-born. Wear a crown, conquer the town, looking extra and a little berry. Come check out the sanctuary. sanctuary. We have swords, bows, and axes. Candles with sweet-smelling waxes. Gowns, corsets, capes, large, small, all other shapes. We've got your gear, have no fear. We'll dress you up and spin you around. Brag to your pals of the cool store you found. found? Strike a dashing pose, turn up your nose. Picture taken, looking heroic with no faking. We'll make you look awesome, like a rose in full blossom. Rest assured, you're not a weirdo. Hello. You're more like the hero. hero. This is so much I could tell, you'll be captured by my spell. But you get the gist, we're the top of the list. And if you're still wary, come check out Nightwatch Games and the Sanctuary. Find a sanctuary, a cool place to go. This night watch got your back, yo. I said, find a sanctuary, a place to go. It might get weary, but the night's got your back, yo. Find a sanctuary, a place to go. Might be weary, but this night's got your back, yo. I don't even know, but I say that it's same. Porrick's killing it when he's trying to rap in this game. Not insane, but he break it because he flipping the lane. Anyways, guess I'm done when I'm rapping this way. Having a fun time, rhyme, find to find the rhyme. And now we looking, we dressed up and we looking so fine Go to the opening, this Saturday, yo In San Antonio, on the 25th, go You might see me there, cause I'm chilling right there Won't be in a cape, but I'm feeling underwear Under there, but I will have underwear on If I never break until the dawn Looking forward, y'all, oh! You guys killed it. You guys killed it. Great. Porrick, Scout, Porrick. you guys are awesome. Oh, Porrick, you funny. did a great job. We rehearsed that a lot, and it was better than all your rehearsals. You did oh, really? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you I did. Just... You were feeling it like you were cracking me up, like you had a whole different voice. <laughs> yeah. It was. You did great, man. Uh, uh, says, that's. I assume that's your first ever live rap, so I have I, to give yeah, you. I've never, yeah, I've never done that before. <laughs> Here's the thing, bro. You are one of the most clear we've had on our show to date. Oh. Like, like we could hear what you were saying. It was phenomenal. Uh, Kyle saying, "Lord of the Watch, the rapping renaissance man." <laughs> yeah, LP release soon. <laughs> I can that's produce so that awesome. for you. That's uh, that's fine. Um, now we we do have a we have a thing, and because. You're the guest. You get to make the decision because I, I, there's no way I'm counting all those. So we have we have two people um, Ooh, that are yeah. in the top mm. two for commenter of the day. Um, so it's up to you. Is it your mama, which is Jaime, or is it Kyle Peffers? Um, which one do you think um, did it's the? It's Yoru Sama. Oh, your Sama. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I thought hilarious. it was your mama. <laughs> your... I always thought it was your mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> and so Yo, who do you think had the best comment that you can remember y you get to decide who the winner of the commenter of the week is um and then trey will tell the funniest part about this is if trey doesn't know who they are he still has to just say something awesome about the person so oh, i uh, see so trey will then thank them 
with a very uh, genuine and heartfelt thank you. Oh man, this is tough. There's I know, some I know. interesting interaction here. That Godzilla suit one kind of might yeah, have that's over what for I'm, me. I'm focusing yeah. on. Uh, yeah. You know, that's ambition right there to be the Godzilla suit dude. Yeah, you have to go um, back in time. Like that's a crazy dream. It's like I have to go back to the '60s uh, and uh, make gotta this make happen. the Godzilla screaming wow. sound. Yeah. <laughs> I love Godzilla so much. Uh, but then there was Jaime. He was trying to. Uh, he was really talking about all the different outfits. He was actually on the website looking at all your things. He was talking about a corset that maybe he'd wear. Um, and uh, so there's. I mean, there's some good comments. You got a uh, five, four, three, two, and one. Who's the winner? Sorry, bros. I guess I'm gonna go with Kyle. Ooh! But congratulations, wow. Kyle. All right, Trey. Now, wow. With the whole, with the, with the full heart, Trey. Please thank Kyle for us as a team. Kyle, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And that's my heartfelt thank you. Thank you, <laughs> no, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle uh, thank you so much for hopping on tonight. Uh, we really appreciate any and all. Uh, viewers that we can get and the, especially the people who are actually engaged with us and are trying to you know ask questions and and get the um our guests to kind of play into these comments um so we really appreciate it man um i hope i can really uh put forth what i'm saying and actually produce a a uh a, a web con or i don't know what you want to call it a podcast comic for you um but i really appreciate you coming on and enjoying yourself man um thank you thank you thank you so much all right. Um, now there is a, now, uh, again, I just want to thank all the wonderful people that watch our show, subscribe and like it, please keep telling people about the show. So excited that we still get to do this and the new season is going to be fun. If there's somebody that you want me to write a rap about, tell me about them. I'll get, I'll try to ask them to be on the show. Um, or if you know some people, we got some cool guests coming up in the next few weeks. We have a film, uh, group, uh, hopefully have a really amazing artist and we have, uh, Genesis who we've had on before, but she's coming back. And so, um, we have some really fun guests, but again, if you have any ideas, please hit us up. Um, we want that. Um, if you want to talk to us, go to our website, flows you.com and, um, the number four, the letter U, uh, and we have a, uh, contact us on there, send us an email that way, or you can send us an email at, at I was about to tell you my email. Uh, you can send us an email <laughs> at flows for you. Um, at gmail of slowsforyoupod at gmail.com and uh tell us your question of the day again just a few weeks ago we had our first actual question of the day so if you want to be on our question of the day go to their comments put it on there and that would be really great um but again thank you everybody for um checking out the show trey is there something i'm forgetting you got it all right um now lord of the watch this is the time where you get to tell trey three words trey's gonna then make up a crazy song just for you um and that's the end of the show oh is there anything else you'd like to plug uh one last chance uh just a reminder uh let's see the 25th of september is our grand opening the third of december is the fashion show and uh nightwatchgames.com is the first email address or the first website and then the sanctuary store essay.com is the website for the sanctuary uh hope to see you guys out there feel free to come by the store and come meet and greet me dope sick nasty man 
All right, All three right. words. Three words. Anything. Uh, It'll be totally random. It's fine. All right. So we're going to go with corset. Okay. Vampire. Okay. Nice. We're going themed. And let's go with sword. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Definitely help, themed. Help, help me understand. I'm pretty sure I have an idea what a corset is. What is a corset? A corset is that garment that women would wear around their torso and it would oh, cinch that's right. in super tight and accentuate their waist. Uh, it's rather painful. <laughs> Basically, uh, parts of the Caribbean one, Elizabeth Swan didn't want to wear it. That's it. That's exactly Perfect. right. That's the corset. I know exactly what you're talking about. Awesome. Or if you want to talk about games, there is such a thing as a core set. Ooh, nice. nice magic the gathering <laughs> i'm putting that in too i don't care okay you can do whatever you want um okay let's get it uh, you guys hear it no no beat just weird voice oh there it is let's get it yeah! Porik, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for hopping on tonight. Kyle, Jaime, thank you so much for blowing up the comments. You guys are also awesome. I can't wait to visit Nightwatch Gaming. It's going to be a blast. But without further ado, let's get it! Yeah! Nightwatch Gaming, where you go tonight, watch. Play a board game, don't be a Sasquatch. Yeah, let's get it, man. Yeah, let's get it. Put a corset on, not to be confused with the corset in MTG2. Okay, let's get it. Let's go put some cosplay on, or as they call it, garbs. I hope you don't know it by cosplaying or costumes it's actually really offensive just trying to <laughs> tell you dude yeah let's go in there put some things on be a vampire yeah october's around the corner put your corset on hey why not put a sword on your belt yeah man. let's get it man Porik, you've been one heck of a time, man. Kyle, Jason, Jaime, too. Let's keep on getting it. Flows for you, this is what we do. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for being here. We appreciate you, and we want you to know that without you, we wouldn't have this show. And uh, we hope you have a great night. We'll see you next Thursday. Uh, again, just uh, thank you again. Y'all are amazing. Somebody needs to press the button because I totally didn't do it. <laughs> Y'all um, are amazing. Y'all are amazing. And now I'm pressing the Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, close to you. Close to you. This is what we do.